Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 63 Three Daily Enemies multitasking, overthinking, and procrastination. And um, I saw this uh, as, a, as a post, an anonymous post I saw online, three daily enemies, multitasking, overthinking, and procrastination. And I want to talk about all three, but I wanted to approach both from <clears throat> a scientific side and a philosophical side and how these three things every single day can plague any one of us it's very possible it's um you know multitasking is this idea that we're going to do a million different things and we're going to get it all done and i once saw this really great uh and i've I've referenced this before in workshops this really great visualization where it shows a circle and inside the circle it shows uh, for every arrow pointing out of the circle a task and you'd see it go around almost like a clock, like, you know, 12, 24 arrows coming out of the circle. But there's smaller arrows. And then the second circle, it's just one arrow coming out of it. What happens? The arrow is longer because more focus is on that one thing. We're going to talk about a one thing approach. Um, but when we multitask, we are not present, period. That's it right there. And I get it. There's probably a lot of listeners right now saying I am the king or queen of multitasking. I can do it all. I'm not saying you can't. And I'm not saying it's effective. What I am saying, though, is that it is both scientifically, philosophically, emotionally and spiritually shown that when we and I'm going to and I'm going to prove it with some science. But when we focus on one thing at a time. Our effectiveness rate goes up, our efficiency, our um, results, our everything, um, because uh, and our stress goes down because we're not taking energy and scattering across too many things, right? And we're going to talk about overthinking and we're going to talk about procrastination. And so what I what I want to do too is in each of these areas, I'm going to talk about what like. I'm going to use a school of thought around the the topic of multitasking and um, uh, overthinking and procrastination. Then I want to get into some solutions and I'm going to pose very specific questions as well. And I want you to write them down because these are, these will get you, these will cut right through the noise, our own noise, external noise, you know, uh, all the, all the, the gurus. And there's nothing wrong with gurus out there that are very much, you know, um, focused on all of the background research that goes into all of this stuff but sometimes and i and i put up a post on stories today about um there's learning and applying learning and applying learning and applying and that is education entertainment is learning 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 why is the former more effective because you're actually learning something and then doing it right so um, let's just jump right into multitasking. Now, according to Gary Keller, an American entrepreneur, best-selling author of the book, The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth About Extraordinary Results. Um, you've heard me mention this before. Uh, he's, uh, he's also the co-founder of Keller Williams. And it's like one of the largest real estate companies in the world. 
He says multitasking is a myth that hinders productivity and prevents individuals from achieving their goals. He asserts that the human brain is not designed to focus on more than one task at a time and that attempting to do so only leads to distractions, decreased efficiency, and subpar results. Identify and prioritize your one thing, the most important task that will have the biggest impact overall. And we'll talk about that here in a solution in a minute. Keller's position on multitasking is supported by research in cognitive psychology, which has found that the brain can only effectively focus on one task at a time. Studies have shown that attempting to multitask can lead to increased stress levels, decreased performance, and even long-term cognitive damage. Now, I, I that's not my background. <clears throat> so I'm not going to, you know, I, and you guys know me by now that I'm not one of those, this is the only way and this is how it is, but it's worth talking about. <clears throat> and that's why I want to bring it to the forefront. So what's a possible solution? How do we prioritize? And we're going to talk about that a little bit more um, when we get into overthinking and into um, procrastination. But one thing that I do, and I want to share this, and it's something very effective, and it works very well for me, is um, I have <clears throat> a whiteboard in the house. I have it on my wall. It's actually a black glass board. And um, I, it's a quartet board, um, digitalbuyer.com, I think is where I, I bought it from. So I got it for a very, very, very good deal. It's, it's substantially large. What do I do? On the outsides, the outer sides of the board, almost like towards the edges, <clears throat> I write my mission and my overall vision. A, a one to two sentences, that's it. Um, on one of the other edges, I write out the goals, if you will, um, the things that are the goals or the daily, you know, accomplishments that I would love to see as part of my, you know, how I run my day, but the goals overall uh, of, you know, uh, that are part of the vision, if you will, right? <clears throat> now, the inner part, what do I do? I break it down into different categories. There's this project, there's that project, or this part of the business, there's, you know, this part of the you know, the focus on content right now, there's, you know, this particular, it's one thing. They're all one things. Now, <clears throat> instead of multitasking and doing them all at the same time, I'm compartmentalizing them into their own unique one thing. But even in that, in compartmentalization, if that's even a word, <laughs> but in that one thing, like, so let's say, for example, the, the growth of this podcast, that this podcast and the growth of this podcast, that's its own category. Well, now I know that there's going to be some sub um, sections or sub, you know, projects within growth of a podcast. When we say growing a podcast or we say, you know, starting a, a business or we say growing a brand or we say doing jujitsu or, you know, writing a book or whatever it might be, we have subtasks, right? And those can be sizable too. Stick with me. There's a reason for doing all this. So to recap along the way, outer edges, vision, you know, what's the vision? What's the mission? or what are the overarching goals, the bigger goals. In the middle of the board, into, into you know, little square blocks, if you will, however you wanna you know, make it look, um, you know, individual one thing projects or, or that 
encompass that drive the mission if you will right now again a shortcut to this by the way as well what is in my my uh the free workshop the reverse engineer which you can you know you can always click that link in the in the show notes um because there's a 135 template in there a one page plan that actually helps you here's the goal here's the three priorities here's the tasks that support the priorities automatically the goal is going to happen but i don't want to digress so in the middle of the board you have one thing projects then you have subtopics in those that are that that are you know that help support the goal um, of that project right why do i write all this on a beautiful big board in in um that's in my house because <clears throat> like a vision board it's always out there it's always up it's always um i don't read it every single day but i definitely check off um, the the items months down the road as they're getting done. It's funny how bringing it into your world, first from writing it down is substantial. Writing it down makes it real. And it also gives you direction. And that's important because of the other two things we're gonna get into. The direction helps you now formulate, you know, how to get out of um, uh, overthinking, but I'll get to that in a minute. So, I've got that board, great, what's next? Now, daily, I have a get to do list, which is like my notepad. Why do I do that? Because these are the individual tasks that support the bigger tasks that get the goal of the one thing done. Great, okay. Now, I know what you're saying, but there's multiple projects in there, so where's the multitasking go away? Ah, when I'm working on one particular thing, that has all my attention in a certain block time format doesn't mean that I execute that well all the time. I can get distracted. I can get you know thrown off. Life does happen. I want to give you that grace. But I know how to return back to my uh, base every single time because I have structure through my calendar and knowing from the direction of the board, like, oh, this is the thing that I'm focused on right now. These are some things that have to get done. What are the the individual tasks to support those things to get it done? to get it all done and then of course it gets implemented into my calendar right so the solution to multitasking is to actually take all the things that you want to do see how they support your bigger mission or vision break them out into their own individual one things and then put the individual tasks that support it underneath and then you know, find a way to um, execute on that one thing at a specific time of the day throughout the week that works well for that particular thing. That's what I would focus there. All right, let's talk overthinking. <clears throat> Excuse me. In this one, I focused on the Stoics. The Stoics were a school of philosophy founded in ancient Greece that emphasized personal ethics, practical wisdom, and self-control. Yeah, we all have some issues with that, <laughs> with all of these. Not not personal ethics or practical wisdom, but um, self-control. And then wisdom comes from experience, right? According to the Stoics, overthinking, also known as rumination, is a common problem that can lead to anxiety, stress, and unhappiness. Okay. The Stoics believe that overthinking occurs when individuals become too attached to external things such as wealth, power, or status. You guys already know my stance on wealth, power, or status because they're labels, because they're external validation, because they're boxing us into things and it creates comparison mode and we start to um, take ourselves out of the alignment of who we really are. Now, the Stoics argue that the attachment leads to excessive worry 
and concern about the future as individuals become preoccupied with the possibility of losing these external things. So not only are we worrying about a future that hasn't happened yet, but also what would happen if we don't even have those things that haven't even happened yet? That's like twice the worry, right? Now they said to overcome overthinking, Stoics recommended practicing mindfulness and detachment. They suggested that individuals should focus on the present moment and accept things as they are rather than worrying about what might happen in the future. Yes, I know we've all had this conversation before. We see all the people online talk about this. Okay. By cultivating a sense of detachment from external things, individuals can learn to let go of their worries and focus on what is truly important, their inner virtue and character. Now, when I get to solutions, I've got the exact questions that are going to help with this. Okay. Now, the Stoics also emphasize the importance of reason and rationality in overcoming overthinking. They believe that by using our capacity for reason, we can gain a better understanding of our own thoughts and emotions and learn to control them more effectively. By practicing self-awareness and self-reflection, individuals can identify and challenge negative thought patterns and develop more positive and constructive ways of thinking. Now, I'm going to go into a whole set of solutions on this, but let me just tell you something. To make that simpler, what that's also saying is sort of like, hey, how am I feeling right now? Why am I even feeling that way? It's literally a conversation with yourself, your internal guidance system, your soul with God. It's just tapping in and just taking a quick timeout. In sports, would we always just do timeout, timeout, need to regroup real quick, need to talk to the coach. You're the coach. Your internal soul is the coach, okay? Now it says, overall, the Stoics believe that overthink is a natural human tendency, but one can be overcome through mindfulness, attachment, and reason. Let's talk about these solutions. Now, mindfulness. Mindfulness is all of the next set of things that I'm going to talk to you about um, in terms of detachment from the external, removing worries, finding something to focus on, and reasoning with ourselves, as well as self-awareness and self-reflection. Mindfulness is stopping in the moment. This is just according to me. Stopping the moment, taking a deep breath, and saying, okay, where am I at? Where am I at? What is going on in this situation? And the more you can practice that in real time, the more like a muscle, it just starts to form and become a better habit. And you can always check in with yourself. I know we have a million different things in the external world and all kinds of different ways to get all kinds of different help, which in some cases is very good. However, at the end of the day, the goal is how do I learn to tap into myself and just take a moment to reflect and say, where am I at? All right. Number two, detachment from the external. Okay. What is distracting you? So these are some questions I would write these down. What is distracting me right now? Where am I comparing myself and to what? Three, what is, or, or C, what is it I really want to feel so I can stop expecting the external to fulfill it? This is a big thing. What is it I really want to feel so I can stop expecting the external to fulfill it? Because we use the external a lot of times, like, when I have this thing, I'll feel this way. When I achieve this result, I'll feel this way. When I get there, I'll feel this result. Um, you know, when I look like this, when I have that, all these things. When I have this job title, when I have this label, I will feel this. Okay, so what is it you are trying to feel? So now you can start to understand what the feeling is and not get that from the external, which is very fleeting. I mean, fleeting meaning that the moment it comes in, it, it leaves. So you want to understand what the feeling is. Okay, now third, removing worries. These are some great questions. Number one, or A, what is bringing me the most stress right now? 
Seriously, let's have a conversation with that. What is bringing me the most stress right now? Two or B, what is it? Uh, why is it bringing me that stress? So what is it? What is bringing me the most stress right now? And why is it bringing me that stress? And then C, does it really need my attention? If not, how can I slowly remove it from my priority list? Right. Remember up above, we're talking about not multitasking and getting more, you know, focused on one thing at a time. So removing things that we don't need our that don't need our attention helps us re uh, refine our priority list and the one things that are important. And D, what is my priority list? So we want to be able to remove things from a priority list. We better have one. What is my priority list? Listen, we are going very fast as a society and there's a lot of things coming at us on any given day. We have to start asking ourselves these questions in any given moment to reset, to come back to home base for ourselves, to understand how I would like to make a different decision next. If we just keep doing things in doer mode and go mode without really checking in, we can start to run circles. We can get burnt out. We can get overwhelmed. We can get stressed. We can worry about things that haven't even happened yet. The goal is basically do the opposite of everything we've been doing. <laughs> it's been the opposite of what we've been even taught in a lot of ways because <clears throat> we need to check in with ourselves and just ask these very important questions. Now, another thing, and I said number four on this list was uh, as a solution, find something to focus on, creativity, building something, being of service, a hobby. Why? We are not, I don't believe, bored. We are either understimulated, overstimulated, um, have too much coming at us, too many inputs, all these things. So these are some four, here's four questions. What can I currently focus on? What have I been wanting to build, create, write, or inject myself into? What time of the day can I carve out specifically for spending that time on it? And can I start a little bit right now enough just to get going? Can I start a little bit right now? Just jump right into it and like maybe get some more information about it and, or start writing things down or go to the gym or, or, you know, start building the website or whatever it is. Just inject yourself right into the movement of it so you can build even just a little momentum. And then there's reasoning with ourselves. Number five. <clears throat> how do we reason with ourselves? All right. When I'm feeling stressed, what is this really about? When I'm feeling upset, what is this really about? When I'm, when I'm having a moment, what is this really about? <clears throat> and then the second question you ask yourself is, is what I'm feeling true or is it just made up and I just need to be in more movement or energy of something? Is what I'm feeling really true or is it based off of past experiences? Is it, you know, is what, what's hap is that even really happening to me right now? And then if I feel like it's bad and it's from the external, why am I letting it alter my thinking? If it's not from me, but it's from the outside world, why am I letting that alter my thinking? What does my gut instinct actually say? How am I really feeling? What does my gut say? And, you know, a big thing is, is why do we tap in and ask these questions? Because we change our decisions and our decisions change our behavior. And if we change our behavior and we like our behavior, we become more confident because we understand why we are making decisions that we are making. This is self-awareness. This is self-reflection. This is how you move through things easier. And this is also how we have a lot more grace on ourselves. 
if I like the way I'm doing things or at least trying to do things, and of course I'm making changes along the way daily, but I have a I have an understanding of why I'm making the decisions that I'm making. That's a game changer because we're less likely to be affected, you know, at work or clients or, um, you know, or, or family, anything, you know, that's sometimes out, that's outside of us, but also is a big part of our lives because we want to know how we're also showing up for all of them. Right. So, so something to think about, so I would write these questions down now to kind of get moving through this last one, you know, I'm, I'm going to. Get a, go a little faster, but procrastination, the final one, right? The final enemy, quote unquote, where that's the analogy we're calling it. According to Andrew Huberman, a neuroscientist and professor of neurobiology and ophthalmology at Stanford University, procrastination essentially is a delay in taking action that is necessary to achieve something. This delay can be caused by various factors, including fear of failure, lack of motivation, and distraction. You could see how overthinking and multitasking would probably bring that in, right? He explains that the brain has two main systems that are involved in decision-making and motivation, the prefrontal cortex, or PFC, and the limbic system. The PFC is responsible for rational decision-making, goal-setting, and planning, while the limbic system is involved in emotional regulation and reward processing. Okay, well, what did we just talk about uh, previously when we were talking about um, overthinking and multitasking, right, and stress levels, and you know what I mean? So... Uh, and then you said, when we procrastinate, the limbic system can become overactive, which can cause us to seek out immediate rewards, watching TV, browsing social media, rather than focusing on long-term goals. And additionally, the fear of failure can activate the amygdala, a part of the limbic system, which can further impede our ability to take action. All right, so how do we, some quick solutions, and again, I'm going back to questions. If we're focusing on the limbic system, remember, emotional regulation and reward processing. Okay, great. How am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? How would I like to feel? What can I do differently in this moment to change the course of direction? Again, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? How would I like to feel? What can I do differently in this moment to change the course of direction? This pulls us out of blaming anybody. And yes, it might be caused by somebody else. You might be feeling a certain way caused by a relative, caused by job, work, whatever, clients, customers, I don't know. It's That's true, but we can't blame anybody. We can't. We can only make a better decision on how to do something differently from there to enhance, to get to the feeling that we want. Emotional regulation and reward processing. Now, how will that affect our PFC, our prefrontal cortex, the rational decision-making, the goal-setting and planning? All right. Now that I know how I'm feeling, what activities can I do that align with this pivot or direction that I need to shift? What do I need to change with the current goal? Is it a type of activity, adding in something new, removing a task? And what can I plan on on my schedule? Not the one that appeases everyone else. When you make a schedule, I'm going to do this for her, him, them, you know, all everybody. I'm going to do this for the job. No. But the one that builds you up. The niche is you. You have to focus on you. A better you is a better world. What can you put on your schedule? You can plan differently when you know what you have to change for whether it's a part of your mission or purpose or your health or your finances or anything that you're trying to build in your world. Well, now these now, now that you know, like, okay, well, I have to make some changes here and these are some of the activities and these are some of the tasks. Again, that one, three, five plan, that one page plan inside of the, the free workshop um, for, uh, for clarity, right? Uh, the, free, the reverse engineer, tap the link in the show notes. Um, but that'll help with that. 
Once you know tasks, plan them, put them on your schedule. When they are scheduled, they get done. When they get done, they build confidence and movement and they at least give you a framework to operate from. So when you get stuck or bored or not sure what what to do next, that'll help you, okay? So yes, the three daily enemies, and we're just using that, that term because that's what we saw in this post online, multitasking, overthinking, and procrastination. Multitasking, overthinking, procrastination. So looking at each of these three, asking ourselves these questions, and as a recap, it's, okay, um, if I'm multitasking, how do I start to, to focus on multiple one things? So I give each of those one things the, the attention it needs. Go back and listen to this episode at the beginning where I talk about the, the board, um, you know, the writing. Overthinking these questions that um that came up under the you know the solution of if we're going to be mindful if we're going to be self-reflective if we're going to be self-aware these are some questions to consider and just go back and listen to that part and then the procrastination how do we work with both our limbic system and our prefrontal cortex limbic emotional regulation prefrontal cortex rational decision making goal setting and planning you are the greatest investment you could ever make i know it seems like a lot But if we're willing to do all these things for everybody else, you have to absolutely ask yourself, why are you not willing to do it for yourself? I know we get stuck. I know there's a lot of things to do. I know there's a lot of different decisions that have to happen throughout the day. It takes time. But give yourself that ability to take the time. I'm constantly working on it. I constantly fall off the rails on it, you know, because life is happening. But my practice is getting better and better and better, and I'm getting so good at these things. So it helps me be a better communicator. It helps me bring more of my purpose to the world. It helps me be uh, a better, better in every way man. And um, I'm grateful for that. So I want you to consider that. I appreciate you guys. As always, please leave a written five-star review on Apple when you get a chance. It means not, you know what, not when you get a chance, today, right now, right now. If you're listening to this on Apple and you have not, please, uh, it helps uh, get the um, awareness of the show further out there. And I want more people to just kind of tap into the niche of, of them, right? So appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for tuning in. And of course, till next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.